You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. This morning, I am just going to uh, read an amazing story that we can find in Matthew 14, verse 22 to verse 33. And this is what he says. Immediately, Jesus made a disciple get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffed by the waves because uh, um, the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it's high. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. The Peter, then Peter got down of uh, the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You are little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And this morning, looking at this story, we see that uh, uh, Jesus was teaching to a crowd of people with his disciples. And then uh, he decided to... uh, Send a disciple in the other, in the other side of the lake. So he said to them to go ahead of him. And he stayed in the land. And, and while he stayed in the land, he dismissed the crowd. And then he went to a mountainside to pray. And then we learn that, uh, as the boat was already considerable distance from land, we, 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 we learn from this story that there was, started to be a storm. There started to be a wind and waves and, and they were coming against the boats, and so so the the, the disciples were in difficulties uh, in difficulty uh, during that moment. And then we see that Jesus later in the night, he, when he saw all this happening, he, he started to walk on the water toward toward uh, the boat where the disciples went. And when and when of course when you you see someone walking on the water, and you imagine there was a storm and wind and so probably, probably they could not see very well who was. And so they started to see this man walking on, on the water toward them. So, so they thought there was a, a ghost. So they were afraid and then cry out because they would think it was a ghost. And then Jesus, he spoke to them and said, don't be afraid. Take courage is high. And, um, and then from this moment, we see that, um, something happened in this story. And this is where, um, this morning we, we, there is three, three things that the Lord has put in my heart that we can learn from this story. There's many things that we could learn from this story. But this morning there is three main things that the Lord has put in my heart that we can learn from this story. And the first one is that one of the disciples called Peter, 
when Jesus said, take courage, it's me, don't, don't be afraid, then Peter, he, he replied to Jesus and said, if it's you, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come on the water. Tell me to come on the water. And, and we see that Jesus, he will reply to him and he will say, come. So in that word that Jesus said, come, we see that Peter does something that uh, the, other the other disciple didn't do. So what he did is he stepped out of the boat and started to walk on water toward Jesus. And that is a, a, an amazing miracle because, because um, we see in, in, in the old Bible, we see that Jesus was walking in the water. But then after Jesus, there is, a, there, is a no, there is a no other story where we can see a man walking on the water. Peter is the only man after Jesus that, that he experienced this miracle of walking on the water. And, uh, and it could be like the other disciples. It could be like, um, like wanted to stay in that place of safety because again, it was dangerous. There was a storm going on. There was wind and waves. So who wants to go in the middle of, the, of a storm? So the other disciples, they stayed there. They didn't talk. But Peter, he did something that was going to change his life. Because, because in the moment that he stepped out of the water, he experienced, you know, he learned something there. Because as he stepped out and he started to walk in the water, he started to walk in an amazing miracle that he helped him to increase his faith. And, uh, and, this, and we, we saw, um, as well in the, in the life of Gideon in the last three weeks with Pastor Tyler, that uh, we, we learned from the story of Gideon that, again, there was a, a, a something similar that happened to Gideon, where he was there hiding himself in a, in a wine press, uh, threshing uh, uh, the uh, grain, and, uh, and we see that because he was, he was afraid of the, of the Midianites that every time they were coming and, and destroying everything, and then we see that an angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, saying, you are a mighty warrior, I'm going to use you to uh, deliver my people. And that was a powerful word that uh, Gideon didn't act on that word straight away, because we learned from the story that he needed a few confirmations before he, he, he stepped in, in that uh, uh, battleground, and, and do what God was telling him to do. He asked a, a few confirmation, and I want to say this as well, that... Uh, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's fine to ask confirmation to God. If, there is, if we feel that God is speaking to us, is telling us to do something, it's fine to ask confirmation to God because He will give those confirmations uh, to encourage you and to let you understand that that is what He wants you to do. And this is what He did with Gideon. He gave a few confirmation, but then He arrived at the point where Gideon now needed to do a step of faith of really going in that battle. And we learned that uh, uh, then in that moment, an amazing miracle happened because, because Gideon, they, he had just 300 people against a, 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 a great army. And what, uh, what we learned from the story is that uh, in the moment that they started to blow the trumpets, 
The people, this master, this vast army, they started to be afraid and they started to, to fight each other and to kill each other. So in the, in other words, in the end, it was no Gideon going with 300 people against a vast army, but the Lord was fighting for them. And that is amazing. That is amazing. But he needed that step of faith for Gideon to just blow the trumpet and believe that he was going to defeat that army. And going back again to the story, we see again that Peter needed to do a step of faith. Peter needed to step out of the boat to experience that miracle. Hallelujah. And uh, um, I remember I remember in my life, uh, some years ago, I, I was working in the Italian army and uh, I, I was starting a career there. Um, a, a door was opening up for me to uh, becoming a, a police, uh, a prison officer. And uh, so, so all of this was happening. But a few years back, the Lord called me in ministry. Then, uh, then I found a job and I was, in, I was starting this career. But I was thinking the Lord could use me in that environment. The Lord could use me in that job. But then in that moment, the Lord started to stir up my heart. I was, I was not feeling peace. I was feeling that it wasn't the right thing. So, so I asked, I asked to the Lord and I say, Lord, if you really want me to leave everything here and if you uh, want me to, uh, I don't know, you want me to uh, be in full-time ministry or go in mission somewhere, please speak to me. Please speak to me. And after, after a few days, not long after that prayer, God spoke to me. God spoke to me very with a very powerful word, and He spoke to me directly to my heart, and He said that uh, that was not what He had for me. He had something different. He told me that He was calling me to ministry. He was calling me to full-time ministry. He told me that He was calling me to be a missionary, and He, was, and he told me to leave everything. Now, I could stay in that place. I could stay in that job. I could stay in that place of comfort, in that place of safety, because it was a, a, a good job. It was a safe job. I, I could stay in that place. But the Lord helped me to do that step of faith. And after God spoke to me, God, I, I, I said, yes, Lord, I, I will do what you want me to do. I left that job, and I tell you, in the moment that I step out, I started to walk on water. Because in the moment that I step out, things started to happen in my life that I never imagined that it was, all going, it was going to happen. I started to travel. I started to travel in different places in Europe and even out of Europe. I came here in England. And today I'm speaking this language, English, that I never thought in that moment, I never thought it was going to happen. It was not in my mind, okay? So in the moment that I step out, the Lord took me to a journey until today. And I believe that there is much more that needs to happen. But the Lord, I started a journey with the Lord of walking on water. Amen? So, uh, uh, also, for example, in, in Matthew 17, verse 20, it says, uh, Jesus said, He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can stay, uh, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and he will be, uh, and he will move. Nothing 
would be impossible for you. This is a story where, where the disciples, they tried to heal a boy, but they could not heal him. So, so then Jesus said, they went to Jesus and said, why we could not heal this boy? And, and, and Jesus replied, because you have so little faith. And then he said to them, if you have a faith small like a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain to move from here to there and he will move because nothing would be impossible for you. So I want to encourage you this morning because uh, I sense that there is someone that is watching this morning and God is speaking to you. God is calling you to step out of the boat, whatever it means. God is calling you to step out of of that boat and walk on water. And it may be that God is calling you to ministry. It may be that God is calling you to change a job. It may be that God is calling you to go in mission somewhere or maybe to leave something. And Maybe God is calling you to start something that God is putting in your heart. Um, it can be anything. I just sense that God is speaking to you to step out of your boat, to step out and walk on water. Because in the moment that you step out and you start to walk on water, you will start to walk in the plan that God has for your life. You will start to walk on your miracle. Amen. Praise the Lord. But also, we see that then... Uh, Something happened because uh, uh, until until Peter was was walking on the water and looking to Jesus, he was he was keep walking toward him, and he was walking in that miracle. But then again, what happened was that Peter he removed his eyes from Jesus and he started to see the storm that was around him. He started to see the wind and the waves and and. Uh, and he started to be afraid. In that moment, he started to be uh, afraid. He started to be scared. Probably Peter, in that moment, he started to think that he was going to die there. Maybe he started to think, oh, um, he started to doubt. Because, in fact, later, we can learn that Jesus said, you, he's speaking to Peter, you are little faith. Why did you doubt? So Peter started to doubt that he could do what he was doing because he removed his eyes from Jesus and he started to look at the storm, he started to look at the difficulties that he was in that moment. So, so he removed his eyes and he started to doubt. And many times, this is what happened to us. Many times, we, um, we, 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 uh, uh, maybe we, we, we stepped out in, from that boat and we, uh, we are walking on that water uh, we, we, are, we are following the Lord, we are following Jesus. Um, but then many times what happens is that, that maybe we go through a storm. Maybe there is wind and waves that come against our life. And, and, and many times maybe we, instead of to keep looking to Jesus, we remove our eyes from Jesus and we start to look at the storm. We start to look what we are going through. We start to look at the problem that looks big like a mountain. And I want to encourage you this morning because, because the God who we, who we believe, the, the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is bigger than any problem. He's bigger than any mountain. He's bigger than any storm. So, so 
This morning, God want to speak to you. Because again, I feel that there is someone that is watching this morning. That if you feel like you are going through a storm. You feel like there is waves and wind coming against you right now. And in that moment, if you don't look to Jesus, then you will start to feel discouraged. You will, you, will, you will open your heart to discouragement, to fears, to doubts, and, and worriness. And, 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 and God want to speak to you. God want to speak to you in saying, refocus your eyes on Jesus. Refocus your eyes on Jesus. Because remember, Peter was walking through the storm on the water while he was looking to Jesus. So God want to say to you this morning, Refocus your eyes on Jesus. Don't look the storm. Don't look the mountain. Don't look the problem. But keep walking on the water. Keep walking in the plan that God has for your life. And keep looking to Jesus. Because as you will look to Jesus, Jesus will help you to go through that storm. He will help you. He will give you strength to the storm. He will help you to walk through it. You will walk through that storm. Hallelujah. And you will, and as you trust in the Lord, as you believe in Him, that He's going to help you, He will take you out of the storm. And, and, and a storm is not forever. A storm will come for a while, and then it ceases. So as you trust in Him, and you put your eyes on Him, then that storm, it will be, it will, it will start to cease because he's going to help you. In fact, there is another verse that we can find in Hebrew 12, verse 2. And, 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 and this is what it says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So the Lord want to say to us, fix your eyes on Jesus. Because Jesus is the pioneer and perfecter of faith. As you fix your eyes on Jesus, He is going to give you faith to endure that, that storm. He is going to give you faith and He is going to give you strength and He is going to help you to go through that storm as you keep watching and as you keep looking to Him. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's refocus our eyes on Jesus this morning. Whatever we are going through. Hallelujah. And finally, we see that uh, as a Peter, he started to be afraid. And he started to doubt in his heart that, that he could die in that storm. We see that Peter began to sing in that water. He began to sing in that water. And, uh, and many times, sinking in the water could represent, it could represent us sinking in our worries, us sinking in our fears, us sinking in that, in that problem that we feel like we cannot, we cannot resolve it because we try to resolve it by ourselves. Many times sinking in that water could mean sinking in our sins. You see, if we, we don't follow Jesus, we are like, we are like, um, we are like someone that is in the middle of an ocean. And you imagine that there is this person that is the middle, in the, in the middle of the ocean. And, and there is, is, is there, is sinking in the water. And there is, there is no help all around. And, and in that moment, you feel in a place where you, there is no hope. 
you feel in a place where you are going to die, you feel in a place where um, you don't know what to do. But when Peter, Peter did something, as he was beginning to sink in that water, he cried to the Lord and he said, Lord, save me. And in the moment that he said, Lord, save me, Jesus reached out his hand and immediately he took him out from that from that water. So I want to speak this morning to anyone that he is watching and uh, perhaps you didn't give yet your heart to Jesus. You are watching us, but you, you don't know, you're not really sure of what we are talking about. You, you, you still didn't give your heart to Jesus. And I want to speak to you this morning. The Lord want to speak to you this morning because He want to save you from that middle of the ocean. He want to save you from you sinking in that water. And the Bible says in Romans 10, verse 13, it says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Peter called in the name of the Lord. He said, Lord, save me. In the moment that he said, Lord, save me, Jesus immediately stretched his, 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 his hand and saved Peter from dying in that water. And this morning, God want to stretch his hand. Jesus want to stretch his hand toward you because he want to save you from that water. He want to save you from your sins. He want to save you from your fears. He want to save you from your worriness. He want to save you from your uh, doubts. And, uh, and uh, I remember now it's 15 years ago that this uh, uh, happened in my life that I was... I was, I was not believing, um, and, uh, uh, people spoke to me about Jesus, and then I, I, I was going through a difficult time in that moment. I was, uh, I was feeling rejected from some people, and, uh, uh, um, my heart was broken, and I, I was, I, I was asking if there is more than that, more, uh, if that was my life. Uh, I was going through all of this, and, uh, and, uh, I, I was trying to find uh, pleasure in things, different things, in drinking and using drugs and, and all those kind of things as a teenager. And then uh, one day I was in my room and I said, Lord, if you are real and you died, you really died on the cross for my life, you really died on the cross to save me. And you are real. And you can give me joy, peace uh, in my heart. You can uh, give me that love that I need. I said, Jesus, if you are real, right now, just come in my heart. Come in my life. And I tell you, friend, in the moment that I ask, I call in the name of the Lord. In the moment that I call in the name of Jesus. And I said, Jesus, if you are real, come in my heart. That moment... I felt the presence of God in my room. I felt His love over my life. I felt His peace, His joy coming in my heart. And I felt the weight of sin uh, 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 lifting up from me. And, uh, and today, if I'm here and I'm telling you this thing, it's not because I, I, I learned it from somewhere. It's not because I grew up in a Christian family. But it's because I had an encounter that day with Jesus Christ. And I know that He's real. I know that He's alive. 
So today I'm telling you, Jesus is alive and He wants to have a relationship with you. The Bible says that God so loved the world that He sent His one and only Son that whoever believes shall not perish but have eternal life. Friend, God loves you so much and He doesn't want you to perish. He doesn't want you to perish in that water. He doesn't want you to perish in your sins. But He want to give you eternal life. He want to save you and change your life as He changed mine. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.